Welcome to a podcast about Catholic things. This is Eric, the Ambassador of Common Sense, and I'm here with... Dan, the Ambassador of Nonsense. Welcome, everyone. Let's see, we got a couple subjects today. First of all, we're going to talk about the Miller Lite commercial, which they actually erased. They erased it before it really got out, but somebody found it and publicized it and it's ah. i don't I, it's not that big a deal it's just that's just more of well, the same and it's irritating that we even have to talk about this stuff but i think it is a worthy conversation because it's stupid more than anything else well you know the the i mean it, like i said i haven't seen the commercial i haven't read anything about the commercial yet the first i'm hearing about it is you today telling me about it Okay. But um, I've got to think this, if it's something that kind of leaked out and then disappeared, um, some somebody at Miller yeah. thought they were, you know, making a, a good commercial. It's possible that this thing was, was even produced before the whole Bud Light thing. Yeah. And, and has been, you know, in waiting and then somebody just like leaked it. Because, you know, they have all kinds of crazy people in advertising that are coming up with different yeah, things stupid things and and i mean these people come out of school i'm trying to make sure this doesn't start playing on it already did oh stop yeah. all right um they you know they, i mean these especially women and there's a big push to hire as many women as you can and to get them as high up as you can mm-hmm. without actually letting them control things but um So women come out of school marketing and advertising and they get these jobs and they do what they do stupid things because they don't make good decisions, especially when trying to advertise to men. And then, uh, you know, hopefully someone who's higher up catches it and says, oh, no, you can't do that. That's stupid. That's not what happened at Gillette. You know, they just, they made a video insulting men and exalt, mm-hmm. insulting yeah, manhood. What else? Uh, yeah. the, the, I don't think Gillette really suffered for it. Oh, uh, no. Bud Weiser. It generated a lot of talk. And... Bud Weiser's was less of a ideological hit piece. It was more just icky. And yeah. for some reason that, that got in people's heads and they're like, this is just mm-hmm. gross. I'm, I'm not ever going yeah, to buy we, this again. Yeah. Buy this as anymore. far as I know, they're still suffering because, uh, uh, my daughter went to Kroger's and, and they had the beer aisle and they're looking mm-hmm. at all the prices like, you know, 1899, 1999, 21 yeah, 99. The and then for the case of bud was like 12 99. It was dirt cheap. Oh. <laughs> and there's still it's a bunch the new of burger. They're, yeah, they're not, they're still unable to even sell that. So, uh, cheap beer drinkers are going to make out for a little while because mm-hmm. I guess there's a huge stock and it's got, they got to do something with it before it goes bad. Anyway, Miller, it's not that big a deal, but I think it's worth talking about because a few other people have talked about it. So I'm going to share it. I can figure out how. Here's a little known fact. Women were among the very first to brew beer ever. 
From Mesopotamia to the Middle Ages to colonial America, women were the ones doing the brewing. Centuries later, how did the industry pay homage to the founding mothers of beer? They put us in bikinis. Wow. Look at this shit. Wild. It's time beer made it up to women. So today, Miller Lite is on a mission to clean up not just their shit, but the whole beer industry's shit. Miller Lite has been scouring the internet for all this shit and buying it back so that they can turn it into good shit for women brewers. Literally, good shit. How, you ask? Ladies, take it away. First, we turn the bad shit into compost. Then we feed compost to worms. Push out beautiful fertilizer. That good shit helps farmers grow quality hops. Which is then donated to women brewers to make their own really good shit. But there's definitely more shit out there. In your attic, in the... Go ahead. Uh, no, I was. I played it. I got about halfway through. I see the gist of it, where it's going. Yeah. And I think I think they think it's cool that she keeps saying shit. Yeah. Okay. There's that, and then they. Uh, I don't know. Okay, let's start with women were the first brewers. That's like saying women were the first uh, bread makers. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> because the wife was at home making bread while the guy was out doing everything else that needs to be done but they certainly weren't the most the first bakers like, you know i mean oh yeah 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 i see what you the mean the guy who right. decided i'm gonna bake for a business right that, that was, was a woman different than mm -hmm. a woman baking bread at baking home. bread for yeah her family and, and so maybe a, a I, woman made i would even i would even argue that maybe it wasn't Women weren't the first brewers. The first brewers. I don't know. Maybe not even the first winemakers. I don't know. That, that'd be interesting whether wine I was, mean, was like a household womanly thing yeah. or was it? But here's the thing. Like, Noah did the, it. Look. Noah did it. The first thing he got oh, yeah. off the ark and did was grew some grapes and made some wine and got drunk. That's true. That didn't That's say true. nothing about That's... his wife doing it. No, no. But here's here's the thing. You know, let's, let's suppose for a minute that she's right. Um... It's worth pointing out the context in which she's right, which is in the home. If women were the first brewers, it's because they were doing it as a wifely homemaking activity, not not because they were making beer for the masses or anything like that. To sustain um, their families. I, I keep saying, suppose she's right as though the spokes model for the ad is yeah like she's it's the actually one miller yeah. suppose miller is is right about that okay. yeah um so that's it, it, i don't know it's kind of a it kind of it's a mismatch but then um she goes on to the real point which is that uh hey everybody has been you know using uh, flesh to sell products, which, you know, has been going on yeah. forever, you know, ever since mass advertising was a thing. Right. Um, and she's saying, we're going to stop doing that. And we're going to try to get everybody else to stop doing it too. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if they'll be successful or not. I kind of doubt it. They will. Um, I, what, what I, here's, here's what I want to do. Here's, um, so, this ad, here's what's funny. You say they deleted the ad? Yeah, they got rid of it. Now, it's, it's not just about the women is, in... It's okay. not just about the women in bikinis. So where does it go from there? 
Where so does they it go talk because I got about halfway through. Different modes of saying, okay, yes, women posed in bikinis, but women did a lot of other stuff, and and they show a woman farmer, a woman lifting this giant bag of whatever. I guess it's supposed to be a bag of shit, but if oh. you've ever had to haul horse manure, it's heavy. If you ever it's had to too heavy out for a, a woman, doggone goat stall. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you women, get your pitchfork under a big, and it's like, man, this stuff's heavy. Generally, women don't do it or couldn't no. do it. Most women couldn't right, right. do it. Certainly not the little girls they have shown on this commercial uh, or much of the work <laughs> they show being done. Um, it's like, it's just as if women did all the things that men did. As if oh, this which country, has never been the case. all these huge uh Things that we've done in America as if these were all done by women. And they mm -hmm. weren't. Yeah. And they couldn't be. And they still can't be. Because uh, it just seems well, like when women enter into the public life, a lot of things go wrong. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, I mean, so... Okay, so... they Okay, fine. They show women doing all this stuff. And I, and I, I know the point is that they're just trying to say women are more than, um, you know, nice looking bodies in a bathing suit and yeah. ought to be appreciated for more than being a nice looking body in a bathing suit. Um, that truth, as far as it stands, is perfectly legitimate. Sure. It's hard to fault that basic statement. Sure. So ignoring the... the um, Ignoring the misses, the, the M, uh, not the misses, but the ignoring the, the fallacies, miss, the yeah. missed, yeah, uh, points of the the ad, ignoring the 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 fallacies. Why did Miller pull back on the central point of the ad? Is it because, they, like, say, wait, we can't say that we're not going to put women in bathing suits anymore because we're totally going to do. This. Is that what was going on here? That could be it. It could also be that, wait a minute, we're calling the bulk of our uh, customers bullshitters. Yeah. I mean, hey, okay, <laughs> you sold it to me using yeah, women in bikinis, now you're saying it's, and mm -hmm. now you're calling me names? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, I, I guess I, I'll go somewhere else. I. You didn't have to put those ads out to begin with. That was your yeah. decision. There's plenty of beer companies that don't. Mm -hmm. And I you know mean, what? I mean, heaven's sakes, if that's really how you feel, um, just stop doing it. But here's the yeah. thing. I mean, think back. Think back about the Miller uh, branding. What what comes to mind? Do the do the bathing suit ads come to mind? When you th in fact, let me. The, the original the branding question. really comes to mind to me is that it was originally branded to women. Well, Miller, Miller Lite was. was. Miller Lite Miller was Lite branded was. to women. Yeah. Right. Right. But that was that was the initial. That was like the the floating trial market. But I'm talking about think about commercials and ads and that kind of stuff, billboards, and when you think women in bathing suits in association with beer. What brand do you think of? Budweiser. Bingo. 
Exactly. Everybody yeah. thinks of that. They don't think so, of Miller. What the, when you think of Miller, you think of the guys in the bars getting over an argument over whether it's more, you know, uh, tastes great or less filling stuff. Yeah, but this you don't might think of women be, uh, in bathing suits. This might have been them distancing themselves from Budweiser and from that mode of advertising. Could be. But, Could be. I don't know. It's 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 got a lot of things wrong with it was as an ad, but I'm surprised Miller said, "Nope, we're not going to do that." Yeah, and, uh, and disappeared it, <clears throat> or tried to. Yeah, tried to. I, you can't disappear anything from the internet. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> you would think like uh, executives would have learned this by now. Until you're mm-hmm. ready to let go with it. Don't don't let it be anywhere other don't than on a get company yeah. server. Yeah, it, uh, or I, I guess you, eventually you got to have like some kind of panel or focus group or something. Do you see that movie with? Okay, well the point is, let's not spend time he's, on. He's an show ad guy. <laughs> he's an ad guy, and uh, and he's having this kind of like I don't know whether it's a midlife crisis or whatever, but this this existential crisis. And as as part of just a, you know, this is all just BS, he comes up with these ads, kind of, you know, not intending them to be ads, knowing that they can't be ads that are like super truthful about the product. It's oh, like, okay. you know, Ferraris, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for men who want to get laid, uh, or maybe it's Porsche, I forget, yeah, whichever okay. it is, uh, Musily or whatever, what's the, the stuff, the fiber stuff you drink? It makes you go poop. You know, just stupid stuff like that. Yeah. And um, and he ends up like being granted a, hey, you know what? You got to take a break. Go get on sabbatical, whatever. And for some reason, the ad copy that Gets was out. supposed to go out, it the, the real ones were approved. But whoever went to pick them up, picked up the bad ones and it yeah. all went out. And of course, in Hollywood fashion, because they went out, the they were like super successful. Yeah, and so anyway. Well, um, but that's this kind of reminded me of that. Yeah, because with, with the whole thing about it getting out I'm and then saying, get "Nope, rid we're of not going to do that." Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is that that like eighty, I, I think the numbers are supposedly eighty percent of men prefer beer, whereas. Or the beer market is 80%, 80% men. Yeah, yeah, that makes and, sense. And that, that, so, I, I mean, almost any beer commercial you have, unless you're specific, unless you're like Zima or some mm-hmm. of those girly beers that Jason drinks, uh, going after <laughs> women, then it should, you would just have it be a masculine ad. And, and yeah. that makes a man feel more like a man. Right. Watching women. Uh, be corporate doesn't really make a man feel masculine no. or it, but I you think know for the most funny? part most men would just ignore it I think yes I don't they would, I think, I that's think they would ignore happen. it I don't think it would have any effect um to the the you know to the discussion about Budweiser honestly um I mean it might be somewhat pleasing to see girls in bathing suits, but that doesn't sort of evoke the manliness, you know, thing. Yeah. Um, but 
you know, like the old bush That's beer where brand. it had the cowboys out, you know, yeah. after after rounding up the horses. Okay, now we've done a day's work. Sit down for a beer. That's a manliness thing. Cowboys um, are, 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 are construction workers. Construction uh, workers, right. Any job that requires jeans. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, that's what you would do to mark yourself as the man's beer. Uh, mm -hmm. Budweiser tried to make them out to be like the Playboy's beer. You know, mm -hmm. it wasn't, Yeah, it, it was masculine in the sense that it was uh, attracted to the female. Yes, yeah. And and I guess some guys, well all guys are like that. I but mean, even the, even we're the, attracted um, to females, and and if I have the beer, and suddenly all these bikini clad women would come after you. me That's, and be around know. me, well, hey, let's go with that hey. beer. But you know what? I mean, I I I know this because I I do tend to drink a lot of beer, and um, you know, I know what it does to your gut. And if you drink a lot of beer, you're not going to have a lot of attractive women around you. Um, yeah, but even, even the Miller light thing with the, the bar where they're arguing back and forth, the, the aggressiveness of the argument and that kind of, even that is sort of touches on that manliness nerve kind right. of thing. <clears throat> so you it's know, like, it's I, almost like everybody seemed to get it except for Budweiser up until now. Yeah. I remember the King's Island ride, the the big oh, ship, yeah. the Viking the, ship, the, uh, Viking ship thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember being a, a young teenager, and they did, and it'd be like, "Less filling tastes great." I never knew what the hell they were talking you, about. You know what? I I, I never no did idea. either until later when I saw the commercial. <laughs> I never. I mean, I don't know if I ever saw the commercial. It was explained you know, to me later, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." Well, that's a I, I dumb saw the thing commercial for and then everybody I realized, to do yeah, spontaneously mm -hmm, and organically. Why? But Why did they it do was that? that popular. But yeah, yeah, it kind of became a a, a meme uh, in the yeah. true sense of the word meme. Um, well, you know, I mean, let's face it we we hung on to our Saturday morning cartoons for a while, and that's not where those ads would run. So right, yeah. Yeah, a lot of primetime television we were not allowed to watch. Mm -hmm. And so, you know what? A lot of it, if we had been allowed to watch, I would have found boring anyway. Probably. You know, it's... Speaking of what people watch, this is weird. And I... Do you remember how attractive any cartoon is to a kid back then? Yeah, it doesn't even have and, to be good drawings. I mean, it could be terrible. I yeah, remember... You look at, like, Rugrats and, and crap like that. Yeah, but I remember the movie, The Pink Panther. Mm -hmm. It started out with a Pink Panther Oh, the, at the beginning, cartoon. the intro. Yeah. I watched that entire movie hoping because... that it would come back at the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. and And he would... Whatever. Uh, I yeah. mean... I stayed through. I thought the movie was incredibly boring. It was. Um, it was. And I mean, they made some follow-up movies that had some funny parts. But yeah. you know what's what's funny? I mean, about I I went and decided to watch that movie. I don't know, three or four years ago. Uh, okay, I'm going to watch the Pink Panther. It's been a long time. You know, I was a basically yeah. a you know young and when I watched it before. And I didn't even finish watching it because it was so boring. But 
I actually laughed during the cartoon antics at the beginning. Did you? <laughs> yeah. You know what else? I uh, always liked the Pink Panther cartoons. <laughs> the Carol Burnett show. Mm -hmm. For like 10 seconds in the beginning, there was a cartoon. And yeah. I would watch the show. And then for a very short time at the end, just like a couple seconds, I think the cartoon yeah, Watch the show for the cartoon. And I would watch it for the cartoon. I mean, that's and how... And the cartoon was just her doing the janitor nothing. thing at the end. Yeah, she was just mopping up. It was like... I, I don't... It's weird the way they were able to capture the attention, our attention, as mm -hmm. kids... And I assume that that they that they uh, used that to their advantage. It's just that it's the, in the same way men look up and see a an attractive woman, and it is mm, immediately mm -hmm. you've got his attention. It's like okay, but, yeah. What's this about? But they just, I, you know, I I would say yeah, they overdid that. I didn't. I didn't appreciate them overdoing it, but there mm -hmm. are guys who d do appreciate that and thought, they're trying yeah. to sell them something and it's really not that big a deal. I don't think, but, yeah. uh, I guess, yeah. Sexualizing everything a woman does isn't good for society. However, doing what they're doing here, corporatizing every woman, that's a terrible it's thing too. Just, just as bad. Yeah. Because, uh, women, are uh i i don't know women are the most reason, useful as, as mothers yeah that's what the reason that that it's wrong to to uh sexualize women generally to to plant that seed into the the cultural consciousness i suppose is because they ought to be wives and mothers and homemakers yeah they're more dignified than pretty decorations yeah uh, they're yeah that's also not... more dignified than corporate decorations which is what they are now you know mm -hmm. people hire them so that they could say hey look i've got this woman working for me and and they can look cool in front of all their other woke friends uh, i mean heck uh what's his name uh elon musk just hired this Oh, the woman. woman who, he's, yeah, she, didn't he hire she's a very liberal, liberal woman. Um, yeah. There was some concern CEO that, at, that at she was going to be, uh, was it a CEO? Um, but but I, there was concern so. that she was going to like bring back the, she's in the charge of Twitter. censorship regime and stuff like that. I thought she was only in charge of, I think she was, I thought she was more like a, in advertising, like a senior marketing manager or something like that. Like, but she's, maybe, uh, she's there to get bring advertisers say? back yeah okay but um i don't know I, I mean elon musk set up a brand at first of being this beacon of free truth mm -hmm. which he so never so, quite followed through on right so much so that tucker carlson is is saying that his show is going to air on twitter mm -hmm. instead of something like rumble even though rumble Rumble's numbers are doing really well. Um, I, again, I said it a long time ago, Steven Crowder's going to, it might change this landscape for us. Mm -hmm. And he seems, it's my understanding that now he's brought like 80% of his crowd to Rumble. Oh, wow. 
from YouTube. No one's been mm -hmm. able to do that. No one's even been able to bring half. But yeah. uh, more and more people are going to Rumble to watch Steven Crowder. I think these other, these I, I don't know. I it's easy for me to talk. We don't make any money off of anything we do here, so we yeah. don't rely on it. So when when YouTube shut us off and and completely erased our channel, I was like, eh, whatever. So what? <laughs> <laughs> I guess if everybody erased us, I would still be like, eh, so what? Yeah. You know, we were just doing it for fun we're anyway. Just, yeah. But uh, I, some of these other channels who are so careful about not ticking off YouTube, it's like, okay, if you're going to do that, fine. Why don't you, why don't you do the same thing Steven Crowder does? Yeah. And just yeah, put a sign saying, hey, so, hey, you can't, you can't hear this right now because YouTube doesn't like it. But if you go to Rumble, you'll hear what I'm saying at this moment. They can mm -hmm. do that. They can do a whole yeah. bunch of different things to transfer that crowd but they're not doing it anyway uh let's see We're yeah, talking elon about musk as oh okay yeah elon musk woman. has his woman um mm -hmm. and again he was the beacon of freedom you know free information but alex jones still isn't on there no nope. um so i don't know how you can call that free speech and in turkey they said we're going to throttle you if you don't cut out some of these tweets and elon musk uh bent to the censorship in oh, turkey okay. and he wow. said would you rather would you mad rather miss a few tweets or have us disappear entirely and he's acting like that's a no-brainer you know it's like well yeah. i i get i'll tell Actually, you what i don't go to twitter anymore you know why? Because I missed those few tweets that I think were most important. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so a country is going to throttle them. They can only do that in that country. Yeah. So give it up. Say, yeah. Do what you need to do. But this is where we stand. Obviously, Elon, Elon Musk is not willing to do that. Apparently, that's what Rumble did. Uh, mm -hmm. In in France, they said, hey, you can't have, I, I think it was a pro-Russian site or something. Oh, okay. Uh, and they said, if you don't, if you don't turn this off in France, uh, we will not allow you to whatever. And they said, well, we're not going to do it. So Rumble got cut out of France. I don't know if, I don't know. If Except for anybody who uses a VPN. Yeah. Which is anybody who Piece wants to cake. watch Rumble. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's really not that hard. People can get yeah. around it who want to get around it. And then you will have saved face and mm -hmm. they'll say, oh, yeah, they're standing up to the censorship. But everybody knows now Twitter does not stand up to the censorship. I guess there's yeah. a few conservatives who. I think those are people who call themselves conservative because. Uh, Maybe because the ideas are easier to defend, but mm -hmm. they're not really conservative. They don't, they believe in freedom of speech where it's easy to believe in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Call or, them, uh, okay. I, I don't, I don't like mean rhinos, the traditional you know? association, but like we, we talk about being red pilled. Um, yeah. I think there's people who are pink pilled. 
I don't mean pink in the sense of pink Okami, you know, tending yeah. like, like red in that sense. They're I just like mean like pills. it's like, yeah, it's like, okay, you're red pilled, but you're wimpy about it. Yeah. It's just, you know, take the, take, go red, go all the way. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but so I don't know the whole Miller light commercial. I hear people, here's the thing. I didn't buy them anyway. I, I'm trying to think if I, I bought so. Miller, would I? I think I probably would stop buying them mm -hmm. for this commercial. But then again, maybe but would I it matter the fact that they said nope, we're not doing that. But they didn't. Yeah, they didn't like put it, it out. Yeah, so I think that does kind of because you know those. I, I think that the people in marketing in these commercial groups, they I think they have the way they work is that they often have like groups of people that have a lot of autonomy. They go and produce up to a certain level of, of a yeah. campaign that they then propose to the executives and, and kind of up the chain and, and they're competing yeah. with others in the group and stuff like that. I think that's I, how it works. I can't swear to it. I've, I, it's my understanding that hundreds of commercials don't get aired yeah. just because it's like someone at the last minute says, nah, I don't think so. We don't need mm -hmm. to go in that direction. So if that's probably it sounds what happened like that's what here. They did. Not a big deal, but it does show you where corporate America is. And yeah. I don't, I don't know if there's an alternative. Why not go with the alternative? Right. I mean, right. I think that probably right. is their way of thinking. So all right, men are bullshit. I'll, uh, I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. Because so instead, go drink um, craft beer or or drink root beer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. We were also going to talk about you had a question or somebody asked the question. Oh, could I did, the Pope but... turn the entire ocean into holy water? Okay. Is that the nature? Okay. That is the question that spawned a a whole. Let's see if let's see if we can get this through this in our in our time. Um, okay. Okay, so the thing is, we we start with the idea of what holy water is. We say, well, a priest blesses water, and now it's holy water. And that means a specific kind of thing. But to understand that, we have to talk about what a blessing is. And so, you know, the concept of blessings, you know, blessings from God has you know, that you see this all the way back, way in the Old Testament, pre-Moses and everything. You also see um, both God blessing the people and the people blessing God. And so there's this, this sort of um, idea that has been around for a long time of this sort of general sense of favor. So, you know, there's a blessing, uh, you know, may God make his face to shine on you and give you peace and that kind of, I don't know the blessing exactly. Uh, but then, you know, in the book of Daniel, we see, you know, uh, all your hosts of heaven, bless the Lord, you know, all you stars, bless the Lord and so on and so forth. Um, is that, I mean, is that... The same word, yes. It, it's it's in the Latin specifically. It's benedictio and and or benedicto, benedico. When so when a priest blesses you, like blesses your house or something like that, he'll use um, 
you know, the word Benedico or, or Benedictus or something like that. Mm -hmm. Same thing as in the book of Daniel. Now, it's interesting. There is another word um, for bless or blessed, which is uh, beat, beata. It's, it's like an adjective in Latin, beata, beatus. And it's the word that we refer to, that we use when we talk about, you know how on the way to, to sainthood, somebody will be blessed before, you know, yeah. they're declared venerable, then they're blessed, and then finally yeah. they're canonized. Well, that becoming blessed, we refer to that as not benediction, but beatification. And that's using that other Latin word, beata, okay. as blessing. And that's, I think, I'll get into grace in a little bit in, in a way that I think that kind of folds back in to the discussion. But the thing is, now in the modern world, as Catholics, we have this fairly specific concept of a thing, almost tangible, not really, but Mm -hmm. called a blessing. We say, oh, this is a blessed article. Um, you know, I, I had my rosary blessed, but you can also say I had my house blessed. Um, it doesn't mean that you can't use your house as a house, that it somehow now, you know, belongs exclusively to say religious activity or something like that. And there's okay. any number of things that you can take you know, to be blessed, you can take a picture, um, you know, especially if it's of some kind of sacred image and take and have a priest bless it. And so once, once you have these things that are blessed, there's even this idea that, that you should treat it differently. Like for example, if, if you have a rosary, well, the rosary was blessed and it falls on the floor. Well, we learned since we were kids, pick it up and kiss it and then put it back, you know, on the mantle or your pocket or wherever you keep the rosary. Um, and so there's this idea of, well, what is this thing, this blessing thing that, that somehow attaches to the thing that's blessed. And, you know, we, we say it's a real thing. You know, when a priest blesses something, he has a real power to do that. But what does that mean? And that goes back to this, that harks back to this, this older ancient concept of, uh, blessing as a sort of a grant of favor by God. This, it, in if we think of the Latin word benedicto, bene means good, um, like um, like beneficence or or whatever, uh, mm -hmm. benevolence and so forth. And dicto means to to speak, uh, like dictation. And so um, it literally means speak well of or speak good of. Of course, when God speaks, things happen. And so for God, you know, for us to bless God just means for us to acknowledge with our words okay. the, the grandeur and, and majesty of God and to give him his, his proper place. But when God speaks well of us, it makes things happen in our lives. It, it causes things to happen in our world. And right. so this concept of a blessing we can see it in, in the modern Catholic sense as when it's done by a priest, it's an efficacious prayer for some, some grant of um, actual grace from God. 
yeah, I'll keep talking. So that kind of gets into this, what do we mean by actual grace? And as young Catholics, we learned that there are two kinds of grace. We've got actual grace and sanctifying grace. And sanctifying grace is the grace that we want to keep acquiring and that we want to make sure we hold on to and we don't lose and that we have it when we die. That grace is nothing more and nothing less than the disposition of our soul towards God. If we have any sanctifying grace at all when we die, we will go to heaven, not necessarily straight to heaven. We might have to, you know, go through purgatory first yeah. if we've got, a, you know, attachments to sin or even just worldly attachments. We have to be purged of those before we can meet God. But if we have any sanctifying grace at all, we will go to heaven. We will get to heaven. If we don't have any sanctifying grace at all, we will not get to heaven. We'll go to hell, period. That's, that's the way salvation works. But then there's this other thing we call actual grace, because sanctifying grace doesn't cause anything in our world to happen, at least not directly. When we talk about God making something happen for our good, we're talking about actual grace or grace that acts or does something. So, you know, when, when, um, when you barely miss that car that the driver wasn't paying attention and you happen to, to just be alert enough that, that maybe normally you wouldn't be to hit your brake and, and, you know, you don't hit the car yeah. and you think, Oh wow, that, that was some kind of favor from God, whether maybe our guardian angel or whatever, that's an actual grace. Um, when you, when you have a, a, you know, when you, um, manage to resist some temptation, um, of, yeah. of some sort, whether it's a temptation to punch somebody in the face or, or, you know, a temptation, uh, maybe to view pornography or something like that. People will think, oh, because you resisted sin, that must be an example of sanctifying grace that you have that caused you to do that. No, that's actual grace that allowed you to do that, not sanctifying grace. Now, the, the, part of the effect of actual grace, part of the action might be an increase in sanctifying grace in your soul. Um, as you go through the day, you know, you make your morning offering and offer all of your acts that day. If to the extent that you don't commit sinful acts and to the extent that you were sincere, well, all of those acts then work as prayers and they can cause a, a further disposition of your soul to God without you having any sensible awareness of it. And, and that's how sort of the interaction of, of actual and sanctifying grace can be. But it can also go the other way too. So like if your buddy asks you to pray for him, say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I just found out that, that I have this disease and and, you know, maybe some kind of cancer and there's, you know, a 70% chance I can recover from it without it coming back. But, you know, there's a, a chance that I won't recover from it and I'll end up dying mm -hmm. within three years or something. So please pray for me. And so he gets people to pray for him. Well, <clears throat> the more disposed your soul is to God, the more sanctifying grace you have, 
the more efficacious your prayers as an individual are going to be for that particular intention. And so, you know, if you get holy men to pray for your cause, um, you have a better chance of, of receiving that request to God, that, that actual grace, than if you get, you know, less holy men to pray for you. Because the, yeah. the, the closer you are to God, the, the more efficacious your prayer is going to be. Now, we talked about the, the word behind blessed, the Latin words behind blessing. And I think that kind of ties in a little bit with this, this uh, beata. Like I said, it's an adjective uh, more than a verb. And so it's more like a state of being. You, you know, you are blessed. You are beata. And so this beatification is really a declaration of, of being blessed that I think is a little more akin. It's not exactly the same thing, but the difference between Benedicto and uh, Beata, the Beata is a little bit more like the sanctifying grace, whereas the benediction is speaking well and asking God to speak well of you or, you know, praying okay. God to speak well of, of something um, that's more like the the actual uh, grace. And in fact, I think that's, that's the best way to understand a blessing generally is that it's a prayer for an actual grace. Now, at the beginning, I said a, a true blessing is an efficacious prayer for actual grace, some kind of actual grace. And so what we mean, what I mean by efficacious is that the minister of the blessing, because of, of the, the blessings of the church fall under the category of sacramentals. Um, not, they're not sacraments, but they're sacramentals. And the minister of the blessing being a priest is making the prayer for the blessing on behalf of the entire church. And so it's the entire church as the body of Christ and the bride of Christ that's making this prayer, and therefore it's guaranteed to be efficacious. So when a priest comes in and blesses your house, what he's really doing is invoking God's actual graces. And in, in the case of a house, it's it's especially for like a, a family, a married couple, married couple with kids, whatever. It would be mm -hmm. the actual graces of the the marital grace to live out that married life, the grace of peace between parents and kids, although it really feels like like we have that. Um, yeah. But but those Not are the kinds kids. of actual graces that are being um, called upon, they are being invoked from God okay. by a prayer of the church when a house is blessed. If you have a, an image, a picture of blessed, a uh, sacred image, um, the priest is uh, asking for God's grace for those who look upon the image. It always has to do, when you bless a thing, it always has to do with the use of the thing that the blessing is considered uh, to be directed towards. Um, you could bless a car, and so you're okay. in God's grace when you use the car. You use it to go to work so that you can provide your for your family. You're doing good things, and you're asking God to uh, 
you know, give you graces, the grace to, to get up and get to work every morning and not to lose your cool with your boss and other things like that, for example. I mean, all of these things are, are tied that way. Now, it sounds like you have some questions. No. Well, okay. I mean, I mean, if you, if you bless a house, uh, you just use it to, uh, live in, uh, yeah. and, and I guess you're asking to do that in a good way that will, uh, lead you to heaven eventually. Yeah. yeah. Um, when you bless a rosary, uh, you have a, a more specific use for that. Yes. To where you're not using it for anything but prayer number right. one and number two things like if you sell it it loses its blessing blessing or yeah it's my I, you know i have not been able to find uh, that that would almost be a subtopic in itself i have not been able to find any modern thing that says that a blessed article can't be sold and retain its blessing i have only found that the blessing itself can't be sold so for example Okay. If you have a bunch of rosaries and, and you know, let's say you're, you're a Catholic bookstore and you've got these rosaries on your shelves and uh, the Pope comes by and visits your Catholic bookstore. And he says, oh, I see you have these rosaries. I'm going to bless these rosaries so that when you sell them to people, they'll have this blessing. Hey, good. Now I've got these rosaries blessed by the Pope. Now another shipment of rosaries comes in and you want to distinguish and set aside the ones. These ones were blessed by the Pope. As long as they last, these ones have not been blessed. The thing is, you would not be allowed to charge more for the ones that were blessed by the Pope. That would be okay, charging. Then for the you'd blessing. be charging for a blessing, right? But That's, if you're just charging for a rosary, it's like, hey, these rosaries. It are, happens to have been blessed is, by the Pope, but yeah. yeah, that is how I read it. Uh, that that's the well, kind of example that I was able to find. Um, it might come into um play that the rosaries that are blessed by the pope sell easier so even if you're not charging more for them the fact that you're, you're able more. to sell yeah, them yeah. you're selling them faster <laughs> that might kind of yeah uh affect that right right and that's that's why it it the descriptions of what you can and can't do with regards to selling blessed items, I found to be unsatisfactory. Yeah. To me, it seems a lot cleaner. I, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, obviously I'm more interested in what's true than in what's, what's intellectually clean, but it seems yeah. to me cleaner if the idea is that when you have something, you get it blessed after it's been purchased. And then as long as you give it away, it retains its blessing. But if you sell it, it doesn't. That to me seems yeah. very straightforward and everybody kind of knows what's on the, you know, where they stand and that, that sort of thing. Right. Um, so, but, you know, you brought up a good point. You bless a rosary and the, you know, the rosary is something you use for a specific purpose. You pray with it. That's true kind of whether the rosary is blessed or not. Um, yeah. But there are some things that once they've been blessed, um, there's, well, first of all, the fact that it's been, that something has been blessed, it kind of changes um, a little bit what is um, appropriate with regards to the use of the thing, even if it's a secular thing. So for example, mm -hmm. um, if I just got my car blessed, 
And then I go and in a fit of some kind of, of rage, you know, I use it to, you know, gun someone over. Or if I then take the car and use it in a, I don't know, a bank heist or something yeah. like that. Um, there's a sense that, that I, in addition to the crime that I'm committing and the sin that I'm committing, there's a little bit of a, of a sin of sacrilege here because I, this has been a blessed item and now okay. I'm using it for an evil purpose. Um, with a rosary, you, you obviously are just going to pray with it anyway, hopefully. Um, but take, for example, the, the palm leaves that we get at, at, mm -hmm. um, you know, on Palm Sunday. Well, I mean, there's palm leaves all over there. You get down to Florida and you see them all over. They're just laying on the ground and, and stuff. It's, they're just palm leaves. There's nothing special about palm leaves. But once they get blessed uh, for Palm Sunday, it would be inappropriate to then, then to treat those palms as anything other than something to keep in your house as, you know, bringing that, that Palm Sunday blessing yeah. up until um, the, the next ash Wednesday, hopefully when you take them back and they turn back into ashes. But, um, then there, there are things that the blessing even goes further than that. We, where it's like something is completely set aside for a certain use, like, um, like the, the chalices and, and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, the plates, the, the, the bowls that hold the, the vessels that hold the host and the, the precious blood at mass and that kind of stuff. Those are consecrated. So it's like a special kind of blessing that not only uh, is a, a constitutive blessing that, that, you know, makes their use holy for their purpose, but also makes it a sin to use them for anything else. Okay. makes it a sacrilege to use those things for anything else. Um, now, <clears throat> so we've talked about all that. Now, here's here's the thing about holy water that is kind of special. Unlike almost every other kind of blessing, uh, you know, when, when you say it, you, you bless a picture, you bless a rosary, whatever, when you bless water as holy water, the purpose of the blessing of the holy water is to make it so that somebody who's not a priest can take that water and use it to apply the blessing that the priest gave it to something else. So you bring your holy water home and you might use it to sprinkle your house. Now you've blessed your house using the blessing of the priest who prays in the name of the church and pours that blessing into the water and then the water transfers it to the house as long as it was your intention to do so when you use it for that. <coughs> Excuse me. You can't do that with like, you know, like a sacred image. You get the sacred image blessed. You can't walk around your house holding it up and, and you know, facing all okay, the walls with yeah. it and give your house a blessing and, and, you know, by using that sacred image or you can't, you can't lay a rosary on and say, Oh, see, now I've got a blessed rosary, but you can sprinkle the rosary with holy water. And it's not exactly the same as the rosary being directly blessed by a priest, but it does confer a blessing then on that rosary um, that you can benefit from those graces, those additional graces to, you know, to your mere prayers yeah. when you use it to pray. So 
But the thing is, when you make holy water for that purpose, the you it has to be that water set aside for that purpose. So that water, it's kind of like, you know, consecrating it, except that if the water spills out or something like that, it's, it's not, unless you intend to, um, uh, to desecrate it somehow, it's, it's not specifically like sinfully sacrilegious, even, even to drink holy water. uh, I don't think is, is sacrilegious unless you, you intend some kind of desecration by doing that. In fact, okay. In in I understand that in some of the uh, the churches, the like some of the Eastern churches, it, it seems to me I remember hearing that they actually um, drink holy water after communion as an ablution in their mouths and on their tongues to wash any particles down um, of the host that might okay. be remaining. So <clears throat> that makes sense, but. In order to be holy water, it has to be set aside for that purpose. And so the priest takes this particular water, he blesses it. Now this particular water is holy water and can be used to transfer that blessing to other things. But if you go and take that water and use it for something other than blessing other things, including yourself, you know, you dip your hand in the holy water font and make the sign of the cross, you sprinkling yourself and blessing yourself with the holy water. If you use that water for something else, it stops being holy water. Um, so for example, you could, you could say, take holy water and use it to bless, say your swimming pool. Now your swimming pool has been blessed with the holy water and you know, those who you invite over for good times and, you know, pool parties and whatever else, they have those prayers as extra blessings, extra requests of grace from God, just by using your pool. But the water in the pool is not holy water. And if the priest were to somehow bless all the water in the pool into holy water, and then you say, okay, I'm going to go swimming now, you start using your pool to swim in, it would stop being holy water because you're now using it okay. to swim in instead yeah. of using it to bless things. It's, you know, you've, you've repurposed that water. So, okay. And then of course the, the uh, now, but, but see that, that also has implications in other ways too. So I think, for example, if you mix the water with water that is not blessed, it also stops being holy water, I would think, because now think think about, okay, I've, I, I went to the church and I got like a little, you know, container of holy water. Now I come home. Well, I don't, well, I'm positive, uh, even though I haven't read the particular example. You can't like just keep adding tap water to it and dilute diluting it so down you know how when you, holy you water. yeah, yeah. You, you know how you do it with the the shampoo bottle in the shower you try to dilute it down to get some more shampoo out and, and stuff or you, you try to hide hide the whiskey you stole from mom by pouring water, water into the whiskey <laughs> jar <laughs> can't do that with holy water um okay. it you know you got to go get the water that was actually blessed if you if you purposely mix it with other water now if if, if you know it's Obviously, it's not. Oh, wait, we can't let water molecules from the air get into it. Otherwise, it's, you know, it's not like right. that. 
It's just that if you purposely mix it with other water, it stops being holy water. Okay. So that is my quick answer to why the Pope can't just turn the whole ocean into holy water. Yeah. Besides with this Pope, I don't think it would do very much, but. Uh, yeah. But you can bless the ocean. Yeah. You know, uh, speaking of the Pope, um, you, we talk about this a lot. The, these these popular people in um, conservative media that are that were like, why why isn't this guy Catholic? And oh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Stephen Crowder talked a little bit about the Pope uh, this week, and he yeah. he mentioned. I, I, the Pope was sitting there, I think, lecturing on the vaccine, and it was like, oh my gosh, it's just embarrassing. Yeah. And um, Crowder was saying something to the extent that this guy's been wrong about everything. Mm -hmm. He hasn't been right about a single thing since he was elected Pope. Now, why do you think he's going to be right. And he understood the difference that we don't have to believe him except when he speaks on matters um, of faith, faith morals. Yeah. from X. So yeah. why would you think that he's right about that and wrong about everything else? Ah, Which okay. I would answer to Steven Crowder because not, we're not there to get everything else from him. Mm. And None of that stuff is protected by God. We're there mm -hmm. to make connections with God. God promised us that we would have a Pope to defend the faith. And uh, i that's been the case for 2,000 years. No yeah. Pope has come up and said, oh, we were wrong about this. Now, this is how it is now. There's no reason to think that 2,000 years from the start of all this, that would suddenly happen because of Pope Francis. I think we can rest assured that the Pope is infallible. Yeah. And we don't accept, we don't, we don't base our belief in infallibility on any amount of, of study or learning that the Pope has done in right. his life. We, we don't, we don't elect the most learned wisest man as Pope and then trust him to be infallible right. thereby. It's not that kind of but, a position. Yeah, it's, it's, it's called a charism and it's a special, uh, um, interaction by the Holy spirit intervention often, I think mm -hmm. by the Holy spirit. Um, and that, we, we, we rely on the Holy spirit to, pick the best man mm -hmm. and then we rely on the Holy Spirit to protect that man from uh, being wrong about yeah. faith and morals. I don't even, so, I, I, I don't even, I'm not sure I would even agree that we rely on the Holy Spirit to pick the best man. We rely on the Holy Spirit to pick the man who providentially gives us whatever opportunity is needed okay. in our lives yeah. to grow closer to God. Um, yeah. Sometimes that might be through had... a man that's doing things very poorly, like Pope Francis. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. All right. Well, um, 
that's all I got. We got anything else other than no, news? No, time for news. Okay. <laughs> Let's put this up here. There you go. Um, all right. So, okay. Did you hear Taylor Marshall's running for president? I don't, <laughs> I don't know what this is about. I don't know why. I think... I. Okay, I don't know whether this is sure the same kind of thing. Do, do you remember Bill Bailey? Is that his name? Bill? I, Indiana. That rings a bell. Okay, he's he's a uh, he's a Protestant guy. I don't think he ever became Catholic, but he he ran. Mm-hmm. He decided to run. This you know back in the the um, sort of the platform Republican days uh, in yeah. the state of Indiana. Uh, he ran for a political office. I, I, it was like a state representative or something like that. Mm-hmm. But he he ran for office because if you're running for office, the news media cannot refuse to play your ads with the same frequency and the same time as all of your opponents' ads. At the same price. At the same price. And he wanted yeah. to use his ads to get pro-life um, commercials right. on the air, uh, including yeah, he was one of those who 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 thought you need to show the shocking pictures. Yeah, I, I remember that, and I remember the the ads were like, "That's not all that shocking." It's like, yeah, it's like well, I didn't okay, think they were. I didn't really, was like, "Come on, you didn't take advantage." <laughs> Aside from it being in black and white, um, if I remember right. And it was like, okay, we see much mm-hmm. worse images worse that, all just... the time in the picket line when yeah. on the literature they'd ha- hand out. I wish they would have pushed it a little bit further. Um, so, but anyway, but I'm just bringing that up they... because I wonder if there was something like know. that. Maybe, maybe yeah. there's, yeah. So maybe it it, it allows him to have a president. Platform. Really, what the guy running for president does is. Uh, make a few more people hear of him and tune into his podcast and listen to him about, once or twice. Yeah. And that could be what it's maybe. about too. Like, well, he's running maybe for president. Would, he has a yeah. podcast? Oh, let me check that out. Okay, let's let's hear what he has. I wonder to how say. many people in in the Catholic world, how many people have not heard of Taylor Marshall? I guess there's probably a ton. I think you know I think most, you go into your uh, typical Novi parish of Taylor Marshall, who? Yeah. I bet I bet, yeah, I bet I it's so. still there's a lot of them. So actually, I think if that's the plan, I, it's probably a big. Hold on a second. Okay. I gotta wake up a kid at eleven fifteen. Oh, that's now basically. That's I expect it to be done by eleven fifteen. But here, let's call him. I got long-winded on blessings. Yeah. Um, he hung it. He hung up on me. So I called him, and he answered and hung up. And he said, "Yeah, I'm up." Um, sorry, folks. Um, oh, I hope that if that's if that's what he's trying to do, I hope that that works mm-hmm. because. There's a lot of people who are so oblivious to the trad world. Yeah. And I know they would they would love it if they would get there. Mm-hmm. You know? I see guys trying to uh, 
pouring themselves into the Novus Ordo activities. Um, you know, like, yeah. you know, it's just, things like adoration and stuff like that. And I'm like, if you would just go to the Latin Mass, you yeah, would, you, you'd be, it, it would fulfill you in a way that you can't imagine. Mm-hmm. And this longing you have to be closer to God, it's not like you would feel, oh, now I'm close to God, but I think the the hunger you have would be satisfied to an extent. And you would, uh, I don't know how to explain it because I've tried to explain this once before. When (laughs) you're at the Novus Ordo, you want to be close to God, but you feel that you're not close to God and you want to be closer. Mm-hmm. When you go to the TLM, you don't feel that hunger because you really are close to God and you know it and you're fine with it. So, I don't know. I hope, uh, actually, I hope Taylor Marshall succeeds in this, even though I, I really don't care about his audience numbers. But yeah. I guess on top of, other than like these, who's the bishop who does all the media stuff? Uh, oh, Baron. The Baron, one he's... He, He's like nowhere close to Baron oh, in right, numbers. Right. So it's like if he could get get that, there, that would, that be, would be good. Yeah, yeah. Um, ten people are killed. Oh, okay. Sixteen people killed in the Republic of Congo during two landslides. Oh wow! I guess from rain. And there stuff. must be that season or something. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> The WHO says that monkeypox no longer constitutes a global, global health emergency, but it continues to be a threat in Africa. Was Why did they emergency? think it was an emergency? <clears throat> I, I, mean, say, I mean, only gay but, people were getting it, first of yeah. all. And I don't think even that many gay people were getting it. Just a few. I, I, yeah, the I things, they, they, they got it. Here, here, they gotta have some kind of emergency in order to justify what they're due and, and get funding. Anyone who thinks that this these organizations are in any way relevant to what's life. really going on and yeah. to life and needs to have their head examined. Uh, the first micromodular reactor is announced to be built uh, and libertaries in Canada. How small is micromodular? That's I couldn't figure that out. Oh. Um, but it, it it's small enough to like be able to be taken apart and then put back together in a very small. I still can't figure that out. Remote. Blah, 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 blah. These would replace diesel generators. But I don't know if they mean like diesel generators that are used by plants, or diesel en- energy uh, generators that are used in houses. Oh, right. I think right. by plants. I would. I yeah, think. I would imagine. I think this is like a factory power source. That's mm-hmm. what this is supposed to be. Yeah. So a, a nuclear power source for uh, for 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 regular factories. Uh, it, it's actually a pretty cool idea is it is it small enough that if there was a a um like a meltdown or something that 
that that yeah i don't know as as much a concern um, it, it wouldn't kill a whole city maybe it would only kill a few city blocks maybe <laughs> uh i don't know so you know the the thing is i mean or is it like you know if you're doing it in a factory you 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 have here's your reactor section and that you can reasonably place it far enough away from where people work that it wouldn't even kill anyone that would be kind of neat yeah um, they're also saying that one of these reactors can provide 5000 people with power for 20 years so it and also neighborhood one cube use uh, yeah, one cubed meter of radioactive waste. Wow, I, I, to me that sounds like a good deal. Why would anybody? I, yeah. I hope I hope we get behind that. Who's making it? I hope it's yeah. not a Chinese company. You said Canadian, right? It's it's Canadian. It's, it's uh, Global First Power mm-hmm. is the name of the company. Huh? I don't know anything else about them, but uh, why isn't America doing it? Might I mean stuff like this could be the the first real alternative to fossil fuels yeah yeah so do you did you hear about that uh there was a boy scout and you know they go through the different levels and, and the eagle scout is the highest and as part of their eagle scout uh they have to do some project a fairly significant project uh, often it's some kind of public surface service project like like some of the um some of the, the steps and, and and railings on on you know that we see uh at say the red river gorge at natural bridge uh state park some of those were installed as part of an eagle scout project yeah um, for example well there was a boy scout who for his eagle scout project he made a actual working nuclear stack it was a small one but yeah, it actually worked, that. and he what he would do is he would go around. Or he tried to anyway. Well, he it actually worked. I mean, it. it, it I was, mean, it wasn't going to power anything, but the point is that it warmed up, which meant it was working. Yeah. But okay. his his nuclear material, he he wasn't instead of uh, uranium, as I understand it, he was using radium. Which is yeah. the stuff that is used to make like the glow in the dark uh, hands on on watches and stuff like that. On watches, yeah. And he would go find these watches at at, uh, at you know garage sales and and stuff and and get people to give them to him for free. And then he'd open them up and scrape the radium off and and he was collecting it up. <laughs> and he kind of hit it big. Um, you know, they used to have. Um, there was a show uh, episode of, about it that that the the girls in the factories where they painted those things, and they in order yeah. to be able to paint them, they would kind of um, twist the brush in their mouth to you know get it a fine point, and they noticed that they glowed in the dark when they did that, and they they took to even mm-hmm. kind of painting themselves up to you know have fun, and then they could go like wow. out at night and go clubbing and stuff. Yeah. Well, so Here's once once in a while, like, yeah, they got they did get cancer, but once in a while, somebody would like kind of sneak out a big thing of the radium paint, and he found a big thing of it in like tucked away in somebody's closet or something like that. Didn't he? He had like he would drive around town with like a tachometer. Oh, looking for been... any kind of yeah radiation source. 
Yeah. Um, that I, that was my understanding. I think uh, what's his name? Uh, Jimmy Aiken oh, did a, a show did a on show this guy. Him? Oh, okay. It, it was interesting. Um, so, anyway, small nuclear power. Cool, cool idea. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, let's see here. Vladimir, let's see. No. Zelensky meets with Pope Francis uh, in a private audience in the Vatican. I, I guess this is Pope Francis' secret mission to, to get peace in the... Uh... <laughs> it's so dumb. Why does... Everybody wants a piece of this peace. And it's like... Zelensky's like, yeah, I mean, I'm all for peace, but it has to come... This is what peace has to look like. We mm-hmm. win. And yeah. Pope Francis didn't get that, I guess. He, he thought he could... <laughs> well, the thing is, what 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 could it possibly look like? I mean, from Z- Zelensky's point of view, ignore whether you like the guy or not. From his point of view, what could, what could possibly be acceptable short of Russia Putin needs. is no longer invading... Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds that sounds peaceful, but that wouldn't be like Anything okay. I'll give that. you this city and this city if you promise not to bomb us anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, yeah, we'll let you occupy if you quit killing us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. American Canadian mass media company Vice Media files for Chapter Eleven bankruptcy hmm. i could not figure out who this what do they is do? or what they own i can't find anything, anything that they own any shows that they do or anything? that 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 i would recognize that uh-huh. we would recognize so i don't know why i'm talking about it um ukraine officially joins nato's cooperative cyber defense center of excellence cooperative cyber defense Cooperative Cyber Defense Center of Excellence. What does that mean to join it? Yeah, that's what I don't know because they're not part of. Uh, they're not part of NATO. NATO. It was it was Cooperative Cyber Defense Center of Excellence. Okay, people were discussing that that maybe all you know having talks about them becoming NATO maybe would prompt Russia to invade. Okay, I don't know, but. But what does it well, mean to to join the Center for Excellence? Did they have to achieve a certain amount of excellence to get in, or is it just like, hey, yeah, we'll be a member you and get to, come to some meetings? You get or to what? sit on these meetings where they basically talk about nothing and accomplish nothing, and it's yeah. Uh, the Supreme Court of Nambia recognizes foreign same-sex marriages between citizens. However, homosexual acts remain illegal. Huh. So, I, I don't understand... You can be married, you just can't... Foreign... Can't. Foreign same-sex marriages between citizens. What does that mean? Because foreign that, sounds like, like it means non-citizens. Right. So, I don't know what that means. Like, maybe if a citizen marries another dude outside the country, the one guy's foreign and he's the citizen and they'll recognize i don't know yeah but Uh, but it's still illegal to to yeah you still can't do that um 
Vladimir Putin signs an investment program deal that will make an investment of 1.6 billion euros in Iranian railroad projects. Uh, huh. Expected to come into operation in the next four years. Hmm. I wonder what railroads. Railroads in Iran. Is it Iranian railroad projects? That doesn't yeah. necessarily mean railroads in Iran. No, but but I'm thinking that it it means transporting a, a means of transporting oil other than yeah. a pipeline. Yeah, because we blew up the pipeline. So, according to the World Meteorological Meteorological Organization, the global temperature will pass temporarily the threshold of 1.5 degrees above pre-industrial levels. Took us long enough. Yeah, especially since I mean, the whole thing is, is that just, is that real? I mean, is that all it's been since then? And why is that a threshold? Yeah, I mean, one point four eight's a threshold too. Yeah, and, <laughs> I mean, and, I mean how far back What's are you threshold? going? Because we've had ups and downs throughout history. Why? And how how accurate was the measurements pre-industrial? Yeah, how like do whatever, we know what yeah. it was? pre-industrial um like right before the age of industry did we know exactly how hot it was back then and then the and then what so how how well over how much of the earth's surface because they're talking about average global temperatures yeah yeah this, this is kind of dumb um all right we're into life site news news uh remember that new york church that had the god is trans painting oh, exhibit yeah. they've removed the words god is trans but the the paintings are still there hmm. again i think the paintings are They're so just stupid poorly done right? that yeah uh city of calgary and this is in alberta uh canada sharply restricts pro-lifers with images of aborted babies um that's Okay, that's the news, is that pro-lifers were up there trying to pass out literature. Mm -hmm. The literature had pictures of aborted babies. I, I don't... Really, I, I don't know if that's a sharp restriction. They just said you have to put it in an envelope and with a warning label on it. Oh, okay. Or be fined thousands of dollars. But they could still send and them... still pass them out, send them, them out. To yeah, people's okay. homes and everything. So... Uh, I don't think it's that big a deal. Yeah, I, yeah, just comply and get get the flyers out. I mean, I I think we need to use those images, mm -hmm. but there is still a matter yeah. of uh, you know decency. You you don't show kids necessarily everything of, that yeah, yeah they, you might they show don't an need adult, that. right? Uh, okay, UK's first three parent baby is born using DNA replacement technology. Uh, specifically mitochondrial replacement technology, which uh, is used to replace unhealthy mitochondrial DNA from a parent's egg or embryo with a healthy substitute from a donor. Apparently they've done this to save lives and now they're doing it 
to involve more than three people in the more uh, than two people more than two people in a baby but i so i don't understand how the i don't understand how they can replace mitochondrial dna in cells that are already it, it would have to be a once they'd have to start with a one cell uh organism right um it, it how well, do you get to the mitochondria in more than one cells oh i see what you're saying i don't think i i think that perhaps um if you can here's a, a way maybe that it works um, because with DNA, the whole purpose, whether, whether the DNA is in mitochondria or in the nucleus of the cell, the whole point of DNA is the generation of proteins. The DNA is encoding for proteins. That's its job. That's what it's there for. So if you have unhealthy mitochondria that whose DNA um, doesn't produce, let's say, enough of the right kind of protein. Mm hmm then it's not that you have to replace all the mitochondrial DNA with healthy DNA. You just have to introduce enough healthy DNA so that it will self-replicate the way DNA does and will produce the proteins that you weren't able to produce before. So you still have your old mitochondrial DNA, but you also have enough cells that have the new stuff in addition to the old stuff so that the proteins that you need are getting produced and the, the okay. mitochondria are doing their job. I think that's the kind of thing they're talking about. So all they really did was you take a human, an embryonic human, and introduce mm -hmm. some mitochondrial DNA uh, therapy, and now it's mm -hmm. a a three-person DNA baby, you know, which isn't, mm -hmm. you know, it's not really as as out there as it sounds in that sense. Right. Now, uh... I don't know. I think it's sinful to do anything like this just for the... For the, the purpose uh, of, yeah. Yeah, just for the novelty to, of being yeah, a three-person To try to person. claim parenthood by, you know, the third person or whatever, yeah. That, and on top of all that, the major problem with this uh, is that in some of the ways that this is done, they have to take that DNA from another from embryo. A, from another embryo. Okay, uh, so they got to kill a baby in order like, to do this. Let's kill this one in order to put some third DNA in that one or something. It's like that's yeah. disgusting. Right. Um, Toronto school removes a student-created Mother's Day message after the locals complain. I there's no way the locals complained. I think one lady called and 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 griped about it was the it, kids had made a sign that says life does not come with a manual it comes with a mom oh okay that's pretty cool yeah. uh, somebody objected manual, to that yeah what kind of manual is supposed to be a play on word for man is, i don't know either way yeah. it doesn't matter yeah uh well, what kind of like bitter hag complains about something like that we have got to stop letting these people run things. Mm -hmm. We have got to stop listening to them. Uh, Illinois passed a bill to defund libraries that keep 
that keep sexually explicit books away from children. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They're so, defunding the libraries? Yeah. If they, Illinois, if they don't let kiddies go look at the porn in the library? Right. So if, if Johnny can't get to the porn because it's on the top shelf, they're going to defund, defund the, the library. library. Wow. Yeah, that's sick. Uh, I mean, you, you're purposely, to do something like that, you're purposely targeting the innocence of children yeah, it's, to do it's, that. There's... <clears throat> all this stuff is so... I, I, 20 years ago, we made arguments, hey, if you do this, these are the kinds of things that are going to happen. Oh, no, you're no. just being an old footy-duddy. And it's yeah. like, no, here we are. There it is. Here we are. It's Did you hear And it? worse. I wonder if, you know what? I haven't seen any evidence of it, but I heard that uh, CVS, uh, some of the stores put their adult toys in the kids section. Um... Like you go down the aisle and there's the big wheels and there's and toys, then, like and then yeah, because those drug stores generally have. Uh, okay, drug stores aren't going to have big wheels, but yeah, they'll have right, the, the little. But they'll have little the water rockets and, and dolls and yeah. And right Sport next guns. to that are dildos. dildos in this one it's... video on Twitter that I see, I have a feeling it was a mistake. Yeah, I'm, I'm is this a guy who doesn't understand that, you know, some foreigner doesn't understand the culture, got a box of toys and put it out with the toys? No, I mean, I, I it's obvious a separate section. It's not like a dildo amongst all adults. Oh, it's just it's, that they happen to be close by. Here's the toys. Mm -hmm. Here's the adult toys. Ah, I, and okay, then you go okay. further down there and you see things like condoms and then, yeah. uh, you know, Vaginal cream, whatever. They they ought to put them further apart in the store. Like, well, actually, they they shouldn't yeah. be having condoms and stuff like that anyway. But that's a different yeah, <laughs> a different matter. Yeah, that's why I, I continue to try to go to UDF any chance I get. Oh, um, they don't because from the start, stuff. Uh, UDF would not carry porn and they would not carry condoms. Oh. And it's always been the case in the Cincinnati area. Mm -hmm. If you uh, want the best malt that you can get, also the biggest at the cheapest price, go, yeah, to, go to the UDF. United Dairy Farmers and ask for a large vanilla mm -hmm. vanilla malt. Uh, I, I going to other cities. I sometimes would get a hankering for a malt mm -hmm. and I would drive all over to different ice cream shops saying, give me a large malt. And I started uh, critiquing them on Google maps uh, because some of them would pay like six bucks for a tiny oh, little gosh, cup wow. of one. I'm like, what is this? And uh, I started, I started, uh, I, I've got like 30 different uh, reviews of malts. Mm -hmm. So if I'm in your city, watch out. I'm going to, you know, if you have a good malt recommendation in yeah, your city, let us in. know because, uh, but I would, 
I started complaining about them because nobody has good malts except for UDF. Well, you know, I what, guess there's a couple where are what, okay. What you can, I mean, UDF makes good malts. Period. You just get them generic vanilla malt. It's going to be good. But you can also uh, pay a little bit more because they've got like the cheap ice cream that they use for the malts. But you can mm -hmm. get them to scoop the vanilla ice cream out of the bucket in the the thing, the the expensive vanilla ice cream. Yeah, and that make it makes it yeah. taste better. And you can get them to put extra malt in if you like oh, that. I if you know, like I the malty the taste. Oh, okay. <laughs> I usually say with extra malt. Yeah, that's there's how some I people who don't like the malt. malt. They just want a milkshake without the malt. It's like, well, I don't know what to say. I it's, would get a malt and then boring. say, all right, now that you've made the malt, will you take a spoonful of the malt and just dump it in just there and then in. give it to me? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that there's little clumps of malt. Um, all right, where are we? Uh, Indiana governors. Okay. Indiana, on the other hand, signs a bill allowing parents to challenge the pornographic books in schools. So Ooh. I guess this makes it easier. Uh, librarians who keep sexual books on the school shelves could actually face felony charges. Oh, wow. So nice. That's pretty cool. Uh, Portugal legalizes euthanasia after the lawmakers override the president's veto. So the president vetoed a euthanasia law and the lawmakers have overridden him. That's and a shame. now it's legal in Portugal. That is a shame. Speaking of euthanasia, I think in, in Canada, they're beginning to encourage euthanasia of poor people. Oh, wow. So this was like Hitler's dream come true. Yeah. It's like, it's like we can get rid of everyone we that do, we don't want. Just kill just yourself. It Make it easy to kill. We don't even have to kill them. We'll just encourage them to kill themselves. It shows you the real meaning of euthanasia. Euthanasia, uh, the it's a, you know, sort of a contradiction in terms, I suppose, um, yeah. means good death. And the original cell of the euthanasia project is, hey, this person is suffering, their death will be good for them yeah. because then they won't have to suffer anymore. But now you see things like this in Canada, the real meaning comes out. We don't, we don't care about them. Their death is going to be good for us as society. Yeah. So we won't have to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you watch the CNN town hall meeting mm -hmm. with Trump? No. Is, is that okay. what I was listening to? You sent me that one link to, to Stephen Crowder. You said, if you listen to one episode, listen to this. Is that what that oh, was? Yeah. No, that was not the, uh, no, that was, uh, they leaked some of the videos of his deposition when he was in that court. Oh, thing. that was the trial uh, thing. Okay, okay. That was, yeah, that was hilarious. I almost, my gut was hurting. I was laughing so hard. But, um, no, he also had a CNN town hall meeting, which I guess this was like, okay, I know who CNN is. Mm -hmm. um, Fox News has been fooling me all this time. And even though they're my enemy, they act like they're my friend. So yeah. I'm not going to use Fox News. I'm going to use CNN, CNN where I know. Yeah. Yeah. They're bad guys. And and people see through them and everybody can see it. So that's what he did and gave the finger to Fox and went to CNN for his first town hall. Okay. I thought he I thought he did great. Uh-huh. 
Um, I did hear about it. I heard, in fact, there were a couple clips I heard. Uh, I want to say Taylor Marshall played them. Okay. Well, here's the thing. They asked him if he would sign a federal ban on abortion. Oh. He would not give a straight answer. Yeah. I think he has said, if you go back to the last campaign, he said back then it should be up to the states. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that's hard why, for some people yeah, to accept. Why, why is why isn't? I mean, that's that's that should be the final answer at the federal level. Yeah. That I mean, if we achieve not that, that any state should legalize should, right. it, but murder isn't handled by the federal government. No. Murder is handled by the states. And this it would should be, be the as same well. thing. Yeah. What if there was a state that legalized murder? Yeah, I don't know how that just would, flat out yeah, murder. Just... <clears throat> hmm. Uh, anyway, and then okay, later he came in under some uh, fire because let's see if I have it here. He, okay, so DeSantis signed a six-week abortion ban, mm-hmm. and Trump called it too harsh or at least that's what they're saying oh the the pro-lifers are coming down hard on trump which i get it if he's not i i think he should take a i don't think he it's as relevant anymore i don't think the president's uh position on abortion is as relevant as it used to be as long as we can keep it up to the states um yeah as long as he's a problem in that sense at least if he's distancing himself from the pro-life community that could be yeah i feel like well what do you want us to do i mean you're doing it not us right what happened is they asked him about the uh the uh uh, six-week ban in florida and he says and trump said here's the quote he has to do what he has to do if you look at what desantis did a lot of people don't even know if he knew what he was doing. But he signed a six weeks, and many people within the pro-life movement feel that that was too harsh. No one in the pro-life movement Felt thinks that that's a, too harsh, no one. first of all. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I don't, uh, I don't know why he said that. I don't know what he's talking about. I, I think he just, he doesn't want to grant anything to DeSantis. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, at this point, but, yeah, he's... He should have gone the other way. He should have said, well, you should have just outlawed it all together. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Trump Trump stepped right into the into the pro-life position of mm-hmm. leadership. Yeah. He didn't bat an eye last time. And now he's kind of, it seems yeah. like he's wavering. Yeah. I don't know what to say. But I've already... I'm already, uh, you know, a little scared of his position on, on the, the vaccine vaccines. and stuff. Yeah, that's that's already. And he won't admit concerning. that he did something wrong there. I, I, Trump, you're forcing us to leave you. I don't know what to say. I I don't want to leave you, but yeah, you you got to get back on track here. You were our hero. Be our hero. Don't don't try to get away from us. Uh, did you hear about the Durham report on Russiagate mm-hmm. that came out? Yeah. I don't 
It's, it's I mean, like it's basically suspected. what we already knew. Everybody was a criminal yeah. except for Trump. I mean, that's yeah. what it was. And, and not not just, yeah, everybody was lying. Yeah, everybody was, was, you know, acting shady. It sounds like everybody literally was a criminal except for Trump. Everybody was trying to overthrow the government. Except for Trump. Yeah. Except for Trump. I don't think anything's going to come of this. I don't... Nobody's going to It doesn't to jail. sound like it. It is. It's just... It, it always... We always means, find out later, oh, we were right the whole time. Whatever but, all the... Yeah, we were right, and we'll be right the next time it happens, because as long as nobody goes to mm -hmm. jail, it's going to keep happening. Mm-hmm. Target releases disturbing pro-LGBT clothing for children oh, and wow. infants. No more Target. I don't... Yeah. I never went to Target anyway, because they were always... Yeah, they were, they were always, always like that. Big they, on the they, gay they thing. They did the whole bathroom thing. They were like right. right in the center of the bathroom thing. They always had and a the thing is feeling they, to them. They suffered for that. They, they Their stock went down mm -hmm. and, and their sales went down. Because of that, it seems like. But they picked right up again when... They were allowed to remain open while every oh, other store yeah. had to close. Mm -hmm. uh, this, the, the whole shutdown gave control to all the companies that the big companies that we had at one time had some control over. Mm -hmm. We could say, no, we're not going to you. But now uh, they, the they've like gained, they've gotten bigger and bigger and bigger to where they're monsters now, and it's like. I don't know. Uh, Josh Alexander arrested in... Oh, wait a minute. Josh Alexander, first of all, he... He's the guy in Canada, right? He's the guy in Canada. Uh, first, there was a, a thing where... I guess he was going to a pro-life event. Mm -hmm. And the cops tried to stop him. And On what basis? Well, I guess what had happened was... There was, uh, his brother had some kind of, uh, restriction. Oh, okay. His brother was not allowed at a certain area. Mm -hmm. So well, he came there brother. and I think the cops thought he was his brother. Oh, okay. Misidentified him. And they stopped him and he kept saying, no, I, uh, let go of me. I can do what I want. And, uh, I think josh's friend who was with him kept saying that's not nick mm -hmm. that's not nick alexander that's josh alexander um and then i they they were buttheads about it yeah. but they finally let him go so there's this big thing where like 15 cops come and try to stop him from coming on this mm -hmm. wherever it was and then there's another thing where they had a uh there was a school protest against gender ideology mm -hmm. in Calgary uh, and so Josh is part of the protest and then some counter protesters show up and you know how they do they mm -hmm. they get violent yep. and they 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 push other people into getting violent yep. by getting violent they're never arrested for it Josh Alexander right. was arrested I don't know what happened uh, but of course the cops arrest him like they always do mm -hmm. the same way the cops and cow at the uh, other protest tried to stop him I, I i'm looking at these cops these are all normal looking guys they're the friendly looking guys that if you were lost 
a little kid would come up and say, help me find my home. Mm -hmm. They're the cops that we were always taught to trust in. But look who they're harassing. Yeah. And these these people who walk around with your support the police signs, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Who do you think these people are? The, the police are the, going to... These are foot soldiers. Mm -hmm. Nothing more. They'll do exactly what their superiors tell them to, and it seems like they'll enjoy it. I... I don't know, uh... People have got to get out of this mode where conservatives trust the police. Your trust should yeah. not be in the cops. Their... Your trust should not be in the FBI. Don't hand me that, it's just the people at the top. Because the people at the bottom could refuse to do this. These guys who were harassing Josh Alexander could have said, No, wait a minute. At least hear him out. Yeah. He's saying he's allowed to be here. Why are we stopping him? Um, why is this guy arresting him? When there's violence, let's arrest people on both sides. Or yeah, figure it out, settle it out. Or yeah, it, the whole thing is—it's uh, classic of police. This is how police are, mm -hmm. and I hate to say it. I don't know how else to say it. We shouldn't be looking at them as the good guys. Yeah. They are not the good guys. They never are. It's always the police who are causing these problems. I mean, it just is. That's just the way it is. In, in, in every instance of uh, tyranny throughout history, the police are the enforcers, always. Yeah. We should be trying to figure out how to get around police, how to live without their interference. That should be your goal. Oh, well, uh, I think that's, is that all? So, that's all I got. All right. Well, I got a few things. Okay. So <clears throat> I'm going to put this bottle here. Oh, okay. My oil bottles. There we go. <laughs> so <clears throat> I guess a while ago, uh, the, the ruby slippers from the Wizard of Oz were stolen. Stolen? Like, the from the Judy Garland Museum in Grand Rapids, Minnesota. Back in 2005, the ruby slippers were stolen. Uh, they were recovered okay. in 2018, about five years ago. And just this past Tuesday, a fellow was indicted. Indicted for stealing for stealing them? the ruby slippers. Wait a minute. I I think we talked about this. Did we talk about the ruby like slippers? In, I don't remember. There was some kind of deal with where where uh, those do not look look how they don't look ruby, do they? They look kind of dull. No, not what I remember from the movie. But you know, but, in the movie, uh, they were you know <laughs> they weren't real rubies. Of course, they were, they were just nice sequined. and clean. Yeah, and, yeah. But. Um, <clears throat> I, we we had a, at some point we had a story about the clothing used in the Wizard of Oz. I don't know if it was the ruby slippers or the outfit where the outfit suddenly popped up and 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 was sold for millions of dollars or something like that. Oh, I, I can't remember what yeah, it was. I don't. But <clears throat> okay, so 
the guy who originally stole them back when in 2018 2005 or they were 2005 yeah. he stole the he ruby stole slippers somehow they got the slippers back in 2018 and it took them until now to indict the guy that stole them wow and there's some kind of precedent for for you know so many years after a crime you're like talking a, about 20 years ago almost <laughs> shouldn't the statute of limitations have run on out stealing on this? ruby slippers what what is the statute of limitations on stealing a pair of shoes <laughs> yeah really what state is that and where is that uh it's a uh, grand uh, rapid minnesota man charged with stealing worn by uh well, actually, yes, it's the, the attorney's office for the District of North Dakota. Yeah. Is that, but, but it says they were stolen from Minnesota. How do you steal them? <laughs> well, that's another good that question. Seems like... was, I mean, were they like out in the open? I guess maybe they were not covered and, and nobody was looking at me. I don't know. Maybe he went in, he maybe he's a drag slipped. queen. He goes in dressed as a woman. And he just, maybe he had a pair of yeah. shoes that kind of looked like him and he slipped his off and slipped those on and walked out. A burglar broke a window in the museum's back door to get inside and stole them. Oh, okay. Here no alarms, yeah. no fingerprints were left behind. Well, then how'd he get caught, I wonder? He probably tried to sell them after that. That was dumb. That might be. Well. But he had them for, you know, it wasn't recovered until 2018. Yeah, it, that was 13 years. Over, over 10 years. Uh, so. They had multiple suspects. Mm -hmm. It took them. It took the FBI over ten years to find the guy who who uh, stole the most uh, the most famous Shoes pair of slippers ever. <laughs> well, the um, thing is, it took yeah, and what's it took them five years after they were recovered to decide who stole them. Why the how did hell they get him, how did they get is the back? FBI involved in that at all? That's a good point. That's a good question. Just because they're worth more money? It's is it like I, our FBI is yeah despicable. Why? After the Durham report, it's like okay, we know they're all thieves. After something yeah. like this, you can see how incompetent they are <laughs> and how. Yeah. They're often involved in cases they have no business being well, involved the, in. The only thing, the... the only thing that might make them give them jurisdiction is if the the slippers were taken across state lines. Yeah, I guess if they're across state lines, uh, I guess you would use the FBI or some other kind so, of federal. I don't federal... know, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one is just kind of fun. There's this gator that's hanging out on a beach. Uh, you know, usually you associate alligators with, like, lakes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But he's just on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a, they've got a video of it. Have you ever seen a gator in the wild? Not in the wild. They had some gators when I was, uh, when I was visiting Jeremy. So, wait a minute. Is it, this is the ocean? I think so. Uh, on Dolphin do, do Island. Do gators often... Are gators in the ocean, generally? I mean... No, I thought... I mean, I know down in Florida... Near an ocean in the, down and, in Florida, they're in the Everglades. But I thought they, they tended okay. to be in the freshwater part of the Everglades. 
or that's what I was going to like ask jungles you. and are stuff, the like jungle rivers water? and that kind of stuff. There are yeah. parts that are salt and parts that are fresh. Okay. Uh, I had never seen a gator until we went. Um, me and Jason mm-hmm. and a couple other boys. Grandpa took us fishing. Mm-hmm. Where was it? It was when he was in the military and he was able to get on leave for a few days. And we said, we'll pick you up. We went to Lake something. I th- Isabel rings a name. Oh, okay. In Georgia and go fishing for a while. And they went out on a boat and they came back and said, hey, we found, we saw an alligator. I'm like, no, you didn't. I had never seen an alligator in, yeah. in the wild. Once it, I mean, once we got kind of close, it was like, holy cows, those things are scary. What do you mean the wild? I mean, we were at a lake, and there's a gator. Okay, cool. I mean, well, the, I've seen like them a, at the zoo. Okay, okay, that's yeah, not in captivity. Because like, we were visiting Jeremy, and they had gators um, on the Air Force base that he was on, and so we were, you know, driving around, and the, they had a few of them hanging out He's at a lake. Dayton. He's in Dayton now. We were visiting. This is years ago. He was like down in, in okay Florida or Georgia, or so. I think it was in Georgia. Um, so you just go down there and there's alligators hanging out. And yeah. Do they do they run from people or? No, they they. I mean they. You know they. They weren't afraid of people, and you know I didn't get okay. too close, of course. But it's like as you're walking towards them, they they don't they didn't seem concerned. It's like, huh? So any kept... guy could just come up and wrestle an alligator. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, they probably had some kind of rules. You know, it's on federal land. I'm, I'm sure they had some kind of rules about that. Yeah. But, uh, but it's not, it wouldn't be hard to wrestle an alligator. I had to start getting myself in shape. So I didn't know I could do that. <laughs> well, I, it's one of those bucket list things. It's like someday I want to, someday like I want to wrestle a bear. A bear. Someday I, yeah, slap a bear on his butt and run away. I would love to do that. I plan to do that eventually. <laughs> that'll be the last thing on my bucket list. Yeah, that'll you be know? the last I've thing done you do everything too. Else, then I'll go do the bear. But wrestle an alligator, I think I could do that. Yeah, well, until when? I'll just pick a real small one. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) It'll be a baby alligator. (laughs) I have to get in shape for that, too, though. That's right. All right. So, uh, apparently there's an ongoing kerfuffle over the term Taco Tuesday. You ever use that? We we do that at, at here. You know, when we have tacos, we call it Taco Tuesday, even if it's not Tuesday. Uh, but often uh, no, we'll have tacos I, on I, Tuesday. Yeah, some of my friends uh, talk about, hey, we're having Taco Tuesday. And I'm like, eh, I don't like tacos. So What do you mean Taco Tuesday? It's, it's Wednesday. I don't <laughs> like it on Tuesday or Wednesday. Or... Oh, I love tacos. Um, but okay. uh, uh, some of my friends apparently do that in their families. There's a guy uh, or a, a store um, known as Taco John's. In Wyoming, yeah, I've that seen them. claims to have um, a, That's a chain. copyright on the phrase Taco Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and talk, would it be a trademark? I don't. It, It'd be a trademark, wouldn't it? It yeah. would have to be a trademark. Yes, as a trademark, which dates the 1980s, apparently. Uh, but. You have to vigorously enforce a trademark in order to keep it. Um, in any case, Taco Bell is asserting that it's been 
become much too widely used and uh, genericized to be to have any serious uh, traction as a mm. trademark anymore. I kind of agree with them. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah. Anyway, besides, nobody knows who Taco, Taco John, John is. is. Yeah, you said you've seen them. I, I had never heard of them. Well, I, I'm looking at the the. Uh... Oh, the store there? The logo, the sign out front, yeah. and, and, I'm, yeah, and it looks very familiar mm-hmm. to me. I know I've seen them, but I don't know. Is it a... Is it a... Uh, cha- I thought it was a chain, because I, I thought I, I I'm saw sure one. I'm sure it has to be a chain. Oh, well, they're not bigger than Taco Bell, and nobody's going to confuse Taco Bell with Taco John. But... All right. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, and it, and the question isn't Taco John versus Taco Bell. It's just Taco John's claim to be the exclusive owners of the phrase Taco Tuesday, and so yeah. Taco Bell is kind okay. of filing a, yeah. a brief saying, "No, all the people who want to use Taco Tuesday, they should be allowed to use it." So they wouldn't be saying that if they came up. I, I know. I was just thinking of the the irony of that. Uh, okay, this is just kind of weird. I, I no no particular point to it except um, except why? Uh, I guess this church in Memphis somebody stole a bunch of pipe organs from them. A bunch of pipe organs or a bunch of pipes? Well, pipes, not pipe organs. Organ pipes. I said it backwards. Okay, organ pipes. Almost two thousand organ pipes. Two thousand organ pipes. Are there that many notes? Is that how an organ pipe? Every single note has to have a different pipe, yes. right? Yeah. On a pipe organ, are there two thousand notes? Sometimes, because there's Why? not, there's not. It's not just each key has its own note, but then the different key, you'll have different settings, like different stops, that allow uh, different timbres of the notes to play, so that. You know, for okay. example, like you might have a note that's just a little bit off of another to create a vibrato effect and other things like that. And so okay. there's, there's way more pipes than there are um, keys in a pipe organ. Um, I've been, uh, I've had this idea of making a pipe organ out of PVC. Oh, okay. Which I, I saw there was someone who did it, but um, I thought about maybe trying to start doing that but i thought you know what that's a ton of time and you gotta, in, a, in a in an area that i know nothing about <laughs> yeah, you gotta get and, the math right and, and you've got to have the you infrastructure have to know music and math and and some so i big ended old, up not doing it you know air blowers and stuff to move the air through the yeah pipes and everything and have room to put it all yeah, which I don't. Too, so. But but they had a bunch of pipe or, or organ pipes there, and somebody I think they were being sent out for repair, and somebody stole the truck they were in. It looks like. Oh, okay. Somebody just took the whole truck. I wonder what they did with them. <laughs> I yeah. I mean, it's I don't know what if they recovered them yet pipes? or not. This, you know, the the. They're not good for anything except organ pipes. I think. Yeah, I mean. You can't do anything with them. I guess you could use them as a club and bring somebody with them, but... I, uh, when I lived in Cleves, somebody broke into my car, and I had, uh... Specialty tools? Not just specialty tools, specialty parts. Oh, mm-hmm. That even if, even if someone knew what they were, which generally they didn't, um, 
you couldn't sell them. I mean, it was it was so specialized that only the company who made them could possibly sell them, even on eBay and stuff like that. You wouldn't yeah. buy them from some joker on eBay because it's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm not getting any kind of guarantee here, and I I want the company who made them to back them up, things like that. Mm -hmm. You just there would be no way to sell these things, and uh, it amazed me the kinds of things people steal. They also sold. I made these little. This is back before they had MP3 players, or at mm -hmm. least before they were popular. And I had made, you know, playlist CDs yeah. for myself to play while I'm driving all day. And, uh, you know, I printed some kind of goofy logo on it. They're obviously homemade CDs. Yeah. And there were like 20 of them. And somebody stole them all. <laughs> How, That's, what a yeah. weird thing to steal. Yeah. What good is this going to do you? And now I know exactly, you know, when you try to, when you're found, which they were, mm -hmm. I mean, there's no denying it. Yeah, those are mine. See, my name's on them and I made them. And those are, it's not like you could say, those are parts that only I would have access to. I bought these or anything. <laughs> yeah, I, there, it's not even a case of, yeah, so dumb. Oh well, 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 somebody stole it. Apparently, I, I hope they get him back. You know, I wonder though, because the the, um, uh, the the organ master or whatever, I've got a quote here. Um, now he's the owner and president of Spencer Organ Company. He's saying, you know, these things aren't even very good scrap metal. You can't get a lot of money off them. They're they're like mostly like zinc and lead alloys that that nobody would really pay for. But I wonder if that's what somebody thought they might be, because you know about the thing about people going into to um empty houses and, and stealing out the, the yeah. wire and, and plumbing for copper and i wonder if they thought this yeah. could could have some scrap value and well, they're gonna find that it uh, doesn't that could be it this so, is an episcopal church yeah. do episcopal churches what that's, it's the American version with, of the Anglican Church. Uh, is it? Yeah. So they would have like a tabernacle. They would tend to have a tabernacle. They believe in something like the Catholic Mass. I mean, they they, they think of their Mass similarly to how Catholics think of the Mass. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, more, more okay, so, so than I'm looking Saint at Lutherans. their... their I, I don't see what we would call an altar, at a Novus Ordo altar mm -hmm. anyway. I, I do they say their mass? Do, do they face the people when they say mass? Um, that I sh I am sure I. I do think not some of know. them do. I've heard Taylor Marshall talk about because he was an it Episcopal if, priest. Yeah, he he acts as though he had begun saying it. Uh, I can't think of the word. Uh, Wait, not facing the people. Yeah, and. Um, and that that was getting more and more popular oh, in okay. that church. In, in, so, oh. but I can't tell here. It kind of doesn't look like there's a regular table altar here. Yeah, I'm kind of seeing. Mm. There's a little. They've got they've got the chair that that is like like where a bishop's chair would be, and then mm -hmm. they've got the altar, and you go kind of like a high altar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a high altar. 
It looks like this this would be a church for Ad Orientum. Except, Except that they've got those flowers, flowers right in the middle there. of where you would say the mass. Yeah. yeah. Which it wouldn't so be a true mass with them, but mm -hmm. but you know, mm -hmm. but if you look at where the flowers are, okay, so the flowers are on something that's covered with a cloth, and then it looks yeah. like there's a separate thing below that that could be the altar. It's kind of hard to tell how how broad whether that's a, a big enough surface to to do the thing on or not. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, it, it might, this might be a, a, a church for, where they do everything at Orientum. Hmm. And it could be that, that the, my perspective is way off, and maybe that thing that I'm saying looks like it's kind of below the, the flowers. Maybe that's actually mm -hmm. far enough out that you can walk around behind it. I don't know. Yeah. So, anyway. Okay. That's all I got. All right, I guess we'll do trivia here. I'll put my little encoder wheel okay. right there. All right, let me go to the dice roll. Man, we've been at this for two hours. And we're wow. rolling the die. I can't find the- It comes up- I can't find the bar. Four? Oh, you can't? Is it? I thought you had a link. No, I, I, okay, hold on. All right, let's, I'll, I'll wait until you have it up to read the question. Okay. I, the sharing is not working today. Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it this way. There we go. Oh, All right, okay. now I'm ready. All right, all right. So it rolled a four, which is places, and okay. The voice. I, I think this is just a quote. We're supposed to fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. The voice of one calling, in the desert, prepare a way for the Lord, make straight in the blank a highway for our God. I think I know what it is. Make straight the... Make straight in the blank. Yeah. Make straight in the, in the blank a highway blank. for God. This is one of those words that there might be multiple ways to like yeah. put it in English, but I, I know what they're talking about. Maybe like the wilderness? wilderness? Yeah, that's Maybe? that's that's certainly what it is. Let's see what the bard says. Yeah, let's see if it can do fill in the blanks. Does it even understand what you're looking yeah. for? Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Make straight in the and then make straight in the wilderness a highway for God's. Wait a minute, they're calling. Uh, Look, so they're quoting Isaiah. Okay, and I, this yeah, I thought Isaiah I remember 40. John saying this. Well, I thought I remember Jesus, John the Baptist. J Jesus says, you know, he's talking about John the Baptist, and yeah. He says, you know, who did you go out in the desert to see? You know, did, did you go out and see a, you know, a king? Kings are in palaces. Did you go out to mm -hmm. see a reader? Who, who, 
you know, who you went out to see is a man calling in the desert, make straight the way of the Lord. And that's Jesus uh, saying, John the Baptist is this guy that Isaiah was talking about. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Well, desert, wilderness. Yeah, it's kind of, I, you know, I guess desert is nothing grown and wilderness is overgrown, I, you know. I don't understand... Um... I don't understand the landscape there. This is the land of milk and honey. But why is there desert? They're really there? close to the desert, you know? I thought they were. I mean, was it a different landscape back that's then? What that's I, what I, I have wonder. to wonder because we just, I mean, land of milk and honey, first of all, obviously they wandered in the desert and they, you know, mm -hmm. they talk about wilderness and the desert and stuff, but, but, but to, to really, have the reputation that that it had to to be kind of like this symbol of paradise you almost have to think that back then the whole area of what we now think of as israel must have been this this kind of like hidden valley oasis kind of thing like you know yeah like california like, yeah you know? exactly um and and maybe since since then maybe the desert has creeped in or something like that and, and now it's all desert i don't know but it's, yeah, I wonder, if, like, after the fall of Jerusalem, it was like, okay, God done with it. abandoned the mm -hmm. land. Right. And uh, and maybe even picked it up and took it over to America and said, yeah. here, I'll plant a garden <laughs> here. Or, I mean, and, not, maybe not even before then. I mean, maybe during the Babylonian exile or something. Yeah. You know, several hundred years before uh, Christ. I don't know. But I, I've I've wondered that a lot of times myself. It seems like uh uh you know, we wander through the desert and then we come to this desert land of milk and honey and but it's constant it's, it's every time like a I, every picture I see looks like a desert. Yeah. So exactly. Exactly. Uh, didn't anyone question hey, what are we like doing? well what do you mean? If this is the place, <laughs> but it must have been a lot better then. It it had to be. It had to be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, folks. Well, think about what we said, and as always, go raw and circle the beads. See you next time. Bye, everyone.